Hi, I'm Jennifer Z, and welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. Here's what you can expect from listening to Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy. My true passion is all about helping educate you, the listener, on food, fitness, and wellness. I educate through my own story and experiences on a multitude of topics, including inflammatory conditions, women's health, plant-based nutrition, fitness, and mindfulness. It's designed to teach you how you can become your most powerful self every single day. From interviews with today's top health, fitness, wellness, and spiritual experts, this podcast is a fun and happy atmosphere. So sit back and enjoy some of the amazing interviews that I have with experts and people who have completely transformed their lives through plant-based nutrition, fitness, and wellness. And if you love this podcast and would love to see it grow with even more incredible episodes, you now have the opportunity to support the Jennifer Z podcast by visiting jenniferz.com forward slash podcast. That's J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-Z-E-E.com forward slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T. This helps me amp up the podcast finding more incredible guests while increasing the number of episodes being published. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Jennifer Z community. Welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. Today I'm speaking with Ira Green, who is the CEO and founder of Freedom Deodorant. With two and a half years in the spa industry, Ira's passion for helping others started with a small target and has now spread to many more. Citing mother and dishwasher as her occupation, right beside CEO and founder, she is fiercely loyal and devoted to her daughters and her friends. Fast forward two years, and Freedom Deodorant is sold at the Four Seasons, Mirabelle, Mandarin Oriental, Ritz-Carlton, Anthropology, and many others. This was done with tons of hard work. She never paid influencers or took money from big investors, though that probably would have made things a lot easier. They're a small company that supports the Caring Place, the Nevada Childhood Cancer Foundation, and the American Cancer Society. Ira has a passion for helping anyone who has been affected by cancer to lead an easier life. And she just had the opportunity to sponsor a couple of kids battling cancer to go to summer camp. And I am particularly excited to be speaking with Ira because I went on a quest to find a natural deodorant free from aluminum and other harmful chemicals to replace my clinical deodorant. If you want to read about that, you can head on over to jenniferz.com and learn about how I found the perfect natural deodorant for me that matched and is completely comparable to the clinical deodorant that I was using previously. The only difference is it's free from all of the harmful chemicals that I was exposing myself to on a daily basis. Hi guys, welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. I have a little story for you. After being diagnosed with an inflammatory condition and learning all about the foods that were contributing to my flare-ups, 
I still wasn't completely educated on the effects of harmful chemicals that could have been also contributing to my flare-ups and my condition and making it worse. Um, But after chatting with a past guest on the podcast about chemical-free living, I really started to think about what I was putting on my skin and then inevitably what was being absorbed into my skin, especially on a daily basis. And things like deodorants and face creams, that stuff really started getting me thinking. So I decided to slowly make that transition uh, to more natural products. And I figured the best place to start would be my clinical deodorant that I was using every single day. Uh, So that was the first to go. And so began my quest. And you can read all about that, all about my findings on the jenniferz.com website. But in any event, I was getting really frustrated and I was starting to get pretty discouraged. I was about to pull the plug uh, on the whole project. I was going stinky. I was going sweaty. And, you know, it it was getting really hard to find a deodorant that was comparable to this clinical version. And that's until I found Freedom Deodorant. And this is why I am super excited because I have the CEO and founder of Freedom Deodorant, Ira Green. Hi, Ira. Welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for having us. Thank you for finding your freedom. Yes, I'm so excited. So when my sister found out that I was on this quest, she said, you know what, you, she was so adamant that I try Freedom Deodorant. She, um, she sweats a lot. She's going to hate that I'm outing her, but (laughs) (laughs) so she was also, (laughs) she was also using a clinical deodorant as well. So she said, you know, I, I found Freedom Deodorant. It actually works. I want you to try it. So naturally I Googled, I found your website and up pops this most amazing story. So, Ira, can you share that story with our listeners? Yeah, um, you know, it was crazy. I was, I'm, I, I am a single mom uh, with three daughters, and I ran a financial firm, and everything was good and happy, and um, all of a sudden, three of my friends were diagnosed with breast cancer all within six months, and oh they were 31, 41, and 43, and, you know, it wasn't that I was necessarily trying to go greener. Unfortunately, we have to get to that point where you're scared you're scared and you have to find something that's better for you. And my friends were sick and um, their doctors across the board said to stay away from um, any perspirants. And it's not necessarily what you put in your body. It's also what you put on top of your body. Cause I didn't know that any perspirant was a drug by the FDA. Did you know that Jennifer? No, I didn't until I went onto your website. <laughs> okay. Like, it was kind of crazy. It's an over the counter drug because it changes the way your body works and because it stops the sweat or decreases the sweat, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and your body's supposed to sweat. That's how it gets its toxins out. That's how it gets all the yucky stuff out. And whether there's a link, there isn't a link. That was enough to scare me straight and say, you know what? I don't, I barely take an aspirin, you know, much as less put a drug on my body every single day. Um, so, you know, um, I went to the store and I bought a natural deodorant, very similar Jennifer to what you were going through. Um, and I was just buying everything in sight. I remember sitting in a meeting literally and going, what is that smell? You know, and then I realized that that smell was me. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, okay, yeah. and on to the next natural deodorant. Then it was either take a rock, put it under water, put it under your arms, uh-huh. put your hands 
a pit of something and try to get it out of your nails afterwards. That's not fun, right? Mm -hmm. um, I just really had so much trouble watching and seeing and trying everything out there going, why couldn't it be normal? Like, why can't I just switch over? Can yeah. It be easy? I, I, so, was on a, I was on a flight from Toronto to California when I tried the very first natural deodorant and I had the same experience. What the heck is that smell? I blamed it on my husband. <laughs> Good person to blame it on always. No, um, <laughs> but it's true. You're like, what is that? Or, or if it does work, the actual deodorant smells like a tree. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm sorry. The only patchouli I want is the Tom Ford kind. Right. And even that's uh -huh. not really like that, right. But like, I don't know where these scents fur needle and you know, everything else. I'm like, no, I kind of want to smell normal. I don't want to smell like I just came back from Colorado singing Kumbaya with my buddies. Should be my charm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really, you know, we started freedom out of a need, not because we were trying to be greener than anybody else or better than anybody else. Well, we wanted to be better. Than else. Um, but I just thought that everybody's so going so green and which is fine, but they forgot the actual, like you live a life, like you have, you want to put it on normally and you want it to smell normal. And um, you could combine the two, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's where freedom started. And how did you come up with the name? Freedom. Well, uh, I'm an immigrant to this country. That's one thing. Um, so that's kind of a big deal, right? Freedom. Um, but actually I was working with a friend of mine when we first started and she had the name of freedom stick. And I thought how appropriate, you know, as an immigrant to have that name. And I remember when, um, I took over and kind of went forward with the company. I said, I'm keeping it because it means everything to me. Yeah. Everything to me. It's the reason my parents brought me to this country when I was six years old, was freedom. And not only that, my very first concert was George Michael, just oh. saying. I I'm love jealous. him. <laughs> love him. So I love him. And, you know, it come full circle, right? My first crush, basically naming it after one of my favorite songs in the whole world. Yeah. Um, so I think there were so many different aspects to it that we kept with freedom. And now we own it. It's trademark. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's talk about the early stages of freedom. Did you ever think that this business was going to grow into something larger than life? Like, I think that a lot of us, when we start out as entrepreneurs, we have these hopes and dreams. But, you know, in reality, we have all of these anxieties that sort of cloud our, our, our goals and our, our wishes and our hopes. And, and we don't really actually see our businesses growing to the capacity that they get to did you did you experience that as well or did you always have this larger than life type of goal and dream so i have to say i'm so glad that you brought that up because that's i think something that a lot of people don't talk about um it's almost like the whole breastfeeding thing with kids you know what i mean it's it's not that easy not everybody does it and it's truly painful and there's a lot of advice for it it's, it's kind of the same thing. Um, starting a business, being an entrepreneur, if it was that easy, everybody would do it, right? Yeah. And you hear all the success stories of, you know, Sarah Blakely walked into uh, Neiman's, gave the buyer some spanks, and next thing you know, she's got an 8,000-piece order, and she's a billionaire. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You have really good days, and you have really bad days. You know, um, it's, it's a, it's a long game. It's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Um, did I 
ever know that freedom was going to get to the level it is right now, you know, of course I believed it would, right? I wanted to change the world, don't we all, right? Um, but there's a lot of aspects that come around to that, and there's competition, and there's not the greatest people in the world sometimes you work with. Um, and then sometimes there's great people that you work with, you know, it's how well you can manage it. And I think we get so bogged down and especially as women, and this is something that I think we want to address more. We as women try to take on everything. We don't just go in and build a business, right? We have to handle our social lives. We have to take care of our parents. We have to take care of our husbands. We have to take care of, you know, our kids. We take care of everyone and we run that business, right? Yeah. Um, whereas I think most men go in and when they run a business, they run a business, you know, they work late, they're busy. They're not taking calls from the school. They're not worrying about what's for dinner. Like we take on so much in our plates that we have to be careful that we don't lose sight of our goals. And I think that's the biggest thing for us is we really try to stay the course and I wanted freedom to make natural normal. I wanted it to be luxurious and beautiful and great. And we've taken some side roads. We've had people, it's, it's great when somebody picks up the phone and tells you you're the worst thing since sliced bread. And then you get a phone call five minutes later saying you're the best thing since sliced bread. You know, you've got to really be able to ebb and flow. I mean, really, you've got to be able to move out of the way for the punches and be able to land a couple yourself mm -hmm. um, and just have the endurance to get up every morning and say, you can do this. And it's hard. I agree with that. And I think that it's those moments where you have changed lives that that's what keeps the momentum going. And I had a moment over the weekend where I was literally crying at my kitchen table because I had all of these tech issues going on and all of this noise. And I just thought, why can't it just be easy? But and my husband said the exact same thing that you said. If it was that easy, everyone would be doing it. And it's not that easy. And that's why entrepreneurs are, I believe, a special breed because we have that thick skin and we go against the current. And that's the one thing that sort of keeps us going is, yeah, we get punched and we get kicked down, but we also get raised up too. We do. It's, it's, uh, there's nothing like, you know, having, uh, just succeeding in something and just building something. And it's, we're glutton for punishment, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> right? Um, it's hard. So, and, and that's, that's the part I want to impose where you hear all these great success stories. You got to remember they're not overnight. Mm -hmm. They didn't like that every day. I remember when we first started, I used to ask one of my advisors and that's, not, that's the other part. I think to be successful, you have to have good people around you yeah. um, that know how to wake you up because it's not a one man show. It really isn't, or a one woman show. Um, and those people need to be able to talk to you and those people cannot be family members, okay? <laughs> Rule number one. Um, but like actual good, smart, successful people in their own right, is to, that'll pick you up and say, you know what, it's okay. Something's gonna come around the corner or really look at what you have because you get so, you get such tunnel vision, you really forget to see around you and see the impact that you are making and really good turns that you should have. So, I mean, I can give one piece of advice is find a great mentor. And what I mean by mentor is that person has got to have had a successful business that they had for a few years at least. Okay. Don't listen to somebody who's never had a successful business, right? You want to, you want to, you want somebody to elevate you and tell you the truth. You want the truth.
you know, and that's the only way you can fix things is when you hear that, right? Because we as women, we want to be fixers. Absolutely. So I think finding a good mentor or finding a group, good group of people that are going through something similar with you as a support, um, I think that helps a lot. You know, um, as male um, entrepreneurs, you always hear of the boys club, you know, and that's what it is. It's a support system. It really is. And I think we as women don't do enough of that because I know it's right. hard with business, you know, business is tough and women don't want to talk about business. And I love it when women do want to talk about business because we can make stuff happen. Absolutely. Yeah. We can change the world. We need people, you know? So it's, it's really great. And I get very encouraged when I see other women going for the gold and actually going for it. So That's that, that would be my, my one piece of advice is get the people around you, get a good mentor, find people. Definitely. And I agree with what you said about not finding a mentor in family members and also not finding a mentor who's never uh, had a business at all. You know, like I find those are the people who like to tell you what to do. Meanwhile, they're not walking the walk. No, they're talking the talk. They're not walking the walk. I, you know, I, I'm a huge football fan and um, it's, it's so funny. They always say when the running back runs, watch his belt. Don't look at his eyes, watch his belt. And it has a lot to do with people will tell you anything you want to hear, right? But really see what people do. Um, and I think that makes a big difference. That made a big difference when we started the company. You know, we had a lot of talk, a lot of talk. We'll do this, we'll do that, we'll do this, we'll do that. And it wasn't until we actually saw people actually doing something um, that they, they joined the Freedom Family. It was, it was really cool. It was tough. It was interesting. Fun road. Still on it. Still a long way to go. But loving it. But you're doing well. Yes. <laughs> because you have, a great, you have a great product and you have a, an amazing story. And that's why I fell in love with this product. One, it works. And two, I, I just love your story. Thank you. Thank you. Let's, listen, it's, it, it, <laughs> we laugh, you know, when we're at conventions, they're like, did that really happen? I'm like, every bit of it. I remember the day when my friend Cindy called me three days um, after I gave her the first batch. Oh, what? I should tell you. Do you mind? I should tell you how we made our first freedom. This is hilarious. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, a friend of mine basically came up to me. She goes, you need to stop this natural deodorant press. Like you smell, right? And she's like, either buy some regular stuff or make some yourself. And I was like, I do not make natural deodorant. Like that's gross, right? She's like, yeah, I do. She goes, I make it in my kitchen. It's really easy. And I go, really? I'm like, can you show me how to do that? <laughs> so she showed me. And I remember I had that aha moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I can make this so much better. Like you would have put this with this. And anyway, I, I ended up a whole weekend in my kitchen. I had like 30 different versions until I found one that I liked. And I gave it to my friend who's going through chemo and an early onset menopause. I had kicked in from the chemo. Wow. And so she was a mess. I mean, she was a mess. And I gave her some of the deodorant and she called me three days later and she was crying. And I was like, what happened? Did you grow a limb? Like, what happened? And uh, she was crying because she was happy. Yeah. She's like, I, I don't smell. She's like, my husband will talk to me. My kids will be around me. She was, I feel normal. And I can't describe to you what I felt at that moment to know that I just made her life a little easier. 
with everything she'd been going through. And I mean, it literally brings tears to my eyes right now. And I thought, you know, this is a game changer. This is a game changer. This is something we take for granted all day long. And I wanted to do something where we could affect more people. And that's, that's been our whole freedom goal. So that's, uh, yeah, I still remember that. She called me crying. I'm thinking, oh my God, what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? And, um, and it's been like that ever since. We don't make it in my kitchen anymore. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you have to start somewhere. So can we, talk right? a, can we talk a little bit about some of the misconceptions out there about on what natural means? Because I feel that there are some, a lot of products out there that are claiming that they're all natural, but they're anything but. So I think you got to be careful with, first of all, advertising. Um, they're not going to watch if they say natural deodorant or healthy deodorant or aluminum free deodorant, because just because it's aluminum free doesn't mean it's a natural deodorant. That's right. There's a company that recently came out and was all about the coconut oil and had coconut oil all over their packaging. And it was their second to last ingredient. Oh, which means, and, yeah. Yeah. So and the third ingredient was perfume, right? And then all over the packaging, it was like aluminum free, paraben free, this, that, whatever. Yet you couldn't even understand half of the ingredients on there. Okay. And I got to tell you, this company, huge, mm -hmm. huge company all over the internet. Um, so really like read the ingredients and, you know, I'm kind of a stickler for that because everything we put in Frida, you could eat. I mean, literally it's all food grade. So my first thing would be is, do you understand the ingredients? And I'm not talking about the essential oils that are at the very bottom because there's a drop or two in there. Right. Right. Um, I'm talking about the first five ingredients. Do you know what they are? Because that is the majority of your formula right there. That's right. Yeah. The rest of the stuff is just drops. So that's, that's kind of a big deal. Um, be careful with advertising in general, just because the ad is funny, just because you see somebody clinically putting deodorant on and it says five best natural deodorants. Don't for one second realize that that is a paid ad. There's a little line that's called sponsorship. You know, yeah. that's a paid ad. Um, so my, my suggestion is do a little homework and research. And, you know, some of these guys that are coming out have so much money. They have paid off influencers and they've done all kinds of stuff. So, you know, you, you guys are all smart. We all know what baking soda is. We all know what, um, coconut oil is, right? And if it's your first or second ingredient, like be cognizant of that. If it's your second to last ingredient, be cognizant of that, you know? Um, so it's, it's pretty easy. It's not all chemicals are bad. Please understand not all chemicals are bad. Some of them are actually formulated to be good for you. Okay. Because mm -hmm. remember the things that people are allergic to are natural things. I know so many people that are allergic to citruses and flowers and trees and pine nuts and nuts and soy and so all natural things. Um, so you don't have to be completely scared, but the things I would avoid, things I would avoid, obviously, aluminum, okay, um, perfume, be careful with perfume, okay? There's natural perfumes out there, technically. Be careful of the heavy lace perfumes, because most of this time, most of this time, 90% of that perfume is a petroleum-based product, which means it's gas, okay? Gasoline-based. Um, wow. 
So yeah, <laughs> that Britney Spears stuff, you smell it on the, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that, you know, but I'm sure she's fantastic. But you know, some of the really chemically ones, once you go clean, it's really hard to go to perfume. You could really smell the difference. I feel as though, and maybe it's just me, but there are a lot of people now who are pretty sensitive to some of the synthetic perfumes out there. They are. But people are sensitive in general. It was, I was reading somewhere that 80% of the population has sensitive skin now. Like, I don't even know where that number came out of. Isn't that wow. kind of crazy? That's insane. But it is insane. You know, um, it is, again, what are we, it's environmental. It's what we're putting on our bodies. It's what we're putting around our bodies. Again, to essential oils, people are allergic to those all day long too. Um, I think what you have to be careful with, just because it's natural, doesn't always mean that it's going to be kind to your skin or your body. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, know the things that you are allergic to. If you're allergic to um, milk or soy or stuff like that, and you're looking at the ingredients, or my favorite is somebody said to me, they go, I don't know why I'm allergic to this. You know, I go, Are you allergic to anything? They go, Coconuts. And that's eating them. I'm like, Coconut oils are one of our main ingredients, it's made from coconuts. What do you think, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so be cognizant of that. Um, in that situation, if somebody loves coconuts but is allergic, I would say, you know, go for a synthetic version of something. But make sure that the rest of the underlying things are natural and good to your body too. Right, agreed. I think that that's super important because I don't think a lot of people really apply what they're allergic to ingesting as to what they're putting on their skin. Meanwhile, it's still going into your body. It's our largest organ. Yeah. Right? So it's our largest organ. So everything's going to absorb. Mm -hmm. So you have to be very cognizant that if you can't eat it, don't put it on your body either. And oh, by the way, the beautiful thing about natural stuff too, especially deodorants, you don't have to use as much. That's right. You know, it works with your body. And that's the other part. You know, people just sit there for like an hour putting on deodorant. I'm like, you don't need that much. And you're saying, like, you do. <laughs> You know, one to two swipes, you're good. You can even rub in a little bit so it goes right into your skin. Yeah. It's supposed to work with your body when it's natural. But that's all I use with Freedom. It's one, one swipe up, and then sometimes I'll do one down just because I'm like yeah. a little bit OCD. Yeah, and then you could do the Freedom Dance. We call it one of these first thing in the morning, right? And <laughs> it up, and it's right into the skin. That way it doesn't get on your clothes or anything. And it's all nice. So some of our listeners are probably freaking out right now and they're probably thinking like, oh my gosh, my makeup and toiletry bags are packed full to the gills, full of products that are just full of a lot of these chemicals that we're talking about. Can you share a few ways in which they can start to reduce their exposure to these chemicals right away? Sure. And I got to say, I'm not a saint. Okay. There's a L'Oreal mascara that I cannot get rid of. I just cannot find a good mascara. I just, just, and I love it. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. I will say. So, um, I'm, it, I'm with you. Right. So I think moderation is a big key. Okay. Don't go overboard. I think, I think a lot of us, you know, medically wise, sometimes we do have to go to an extreme and cut certain things out of our body. Yeah. Cosmetics, Give or take, okay? My biggest things, here are my biggest things, because I have three daughters and they're starting to wear makeup now, and as green as I want them to be, you know, my daughter just bought some MAC lipstick the other day and I was like, kind of a nice color, like, can I borrow it, you know? So um, I think here's, here's the important ones for me. Okay. Um, soap, okay? Uh, this is a big one. I use soap three, four times a day on my body, on my hands, on my face, everything. 
soap. My soap is green and organic. Um, I actually make it myself. Don't laugh. I can tell you, I buy an organic soap goat milk base from Amazon and I melt it down like you would chocolate and I add, you know, I'll add some honey if I have some natural charcoal. I'll add the stuff I want in there, even some coffee grounds, right? To give you a nice scrub. Yeah. Yeah. And pour it in a mold. Boom. Literally, that little, that two pound tab they'll send you from Amazon for $10 will give you about 10 bars. It's great. You could have your whole family using it because you use it every day. Toothpaste is another one. We're working on, I'm still working on finding one that I love though, I will, I will admit. But I look at the things that I use every single day. So that's deodorant, that's soap, that's household cleaning supplies too, right? So the things that you touch and feel a lot. As far I, did, as- I did the same thing. I did a big, so I had this 90 day cough. My husband thought it was insane. He's like, you know, I go to sleep and I hear this cough. I wake up and I hear this cough. I hear this cough even when I'm not around you because it was so <laughs> excessive. And it was, we found out the culprit, it was just from using bleach, which was crazy. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm like old school. So I was using straight up bleach. In any case, I found that most of the products, the cleaning products I was using contained bleach, whether it said it yeah. did or not. And, and then we started Googling all of the other ingredients and sure enough, all these people were having respiratory issues. So I went all green with my cleaning products and haven't had that cough in ages, but yes, the cleaning products are huge. So I think the cleaning products, soap, uh, toothpaste, like I said, I'm still working on the toothpaste, but the soap was piece cake and I used soap more than probably used toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Lotion, my lotion is all natural, okay? Um, but I use an, a lotion and an oil base too. So I've got an all-natural oil um, that you can make. It's your. I might start putting these DIY things on my website. You know, I'll send them over to you. You can put them on your website. Amazing. Um, but lotion, I wear lotion every single day. And my face moisturizer and serum are all natural. So, um, and then my bronzers are all natural. I would say the things that cut, cut the most part of your body and that you use most often would be the ones you really want to concentrate on getting natural. Your yeah, mis- I agree. Yeah, your mascara, your eyeliner, your favorite eyeshadow you might wear every once in a while. That's okay. That's okay, right? Like, if you can find something natural, great. If you can't, that's fine. Uh, Lip balms, because I always eat my lip balms. Those are all natural. We actually have our own. Freedom has their own lip balms, too. Um, Nice. Those are the things I keep to the natural side. The rest of it, I'm still working on. I can't say I'm a saint. Yep. (laughs) But I, but I completely agree with you with all of the, you know, the things that you use on a daily basis, that's one thing. And the things that you use once in a while, like you could actually drive yourself insane if you tried yes. to completely go green with everything. Then you would start thinking about how much water you're wasting, just everything. Like you can go down the rabbit hole when it comes to going green. So yes, yeah. daily products definitely natural the things you use once in a while completely agree um they don't have to be so natural listen but, the, soap, the soap and the deodorant those are two things alone right there yeah. that every single day without fail you're using yeah. and, and coat yeah. the majority of your body so those are huge and i i also do the natural lip balm but i am going to check yours out ah, so, so awesome. you have- we'll send you some i'll get the girls to send you some the blood orange is awesome, and the lavender I use actually all over my face. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. Um, when we get dry and stuff, so. 
I love, I love lavender. Um, awesome. you have a section and this is genius. So you have a section on your website devoted to oops products, which to me is, I don't understand why other people are not doing this, but, but it's completely genius. So kudos to you. Can you talk a little bit about your oops products? So this, this is going to harken back to when we we're talking about being an entrepreneur <laughs> and those days where you're sitting there and you're crying and you're like, what the hell just happened? Um, we put an order in uh, to our manufacturer, a manufacturer screwed up and sent us 17,000 units that didn't quite hit the elevator. Oh my gosh. So they were filled at 90% and not a hundred. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, our clients are Mandarin Oriental and Four Seasons and Miraval and, you know, Canyon Ranch. And by the way, QVC.com now as of about a couple of weeks ago. So we're on QVC. So congratulations. Thank you. And um, I can't send them products that is not 1.9 ounces, which is, you know, and I have all these 1.7 ounce sticks, 17,000 sticks. Okay. And I'm looking at these pallets, just pallets and pallets of deodorant. And the formula is great and everything's fine and there's just, I can't sell them. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it and as everybody's having a heart attack in the warehouse and I'm trying to figure out exactly how I don't kill my manufacturer at this point. Um, all of a sudden I went, oh, I, I don't want to swear. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep it clean here, but I do swear a lot. Um, <laughs> Don't worry about it. I okay. have like, Holy shit. What do we do with all this? I mean, that was exactly what I was thinking. And I was like, and somebody looked at me and they're like, oops. You know, and I was like, yeah, oops. And they're like, what? And I go, oops. I go, I am not going to throw these away. Like we paid for them. They have the formula. People can still try them. And people have been trying to get us to do samples and everything else. And sampling is just very hard for a small business. It's very expensive. Yeah. Um, and I thought, wow, they could get almost a full stick and I could cut the price in half. We're not hurting the environment. We're not throwing these away. Um, and I'm like, why don't we have an oops section? Because even if a label is a little off, I can't sell it. Why would we throw these things away? It makes absolutely no sense. So we started the oops line. <laughs> um, and that's where it started from a mistake. And I think that's where you're talking about being a man, you know, being an entrepreneur. Those are things that like, I'm in tears. I'm like losing my mind. I can't catch my breath. You know, we just spent all this money. We have all this inventory. We can't do anything with it. That's where you have to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. That's when you have to step in and say, you know what, how do we make these lemons into lemonade? Mm -hmm. Right. And so we did. And we've gotten such great response, you know, that people are asking us for more oops. They're like, can you make more mistakes? And I was like, I'm going to try not to, but there's always some that comes about 10% for manufacturing always comes back with like the labels a little bit off or something like that. Pretty common. Um, so we'll always have an oops inventory or like we just had, we discontinued one of our lines because um, we're going to be redoing the labels. Those all went into oops. People are loving it. They're like, oh my God, I can get this one in oops. Um, and we just really didn't expect the reaction we got. It was really awesome. And it's going to be our staple for when we change formulas too. Um, there's going to be a major announcement coming up in the next couple months. 
So if you love your freedom now, you're going to love it even more, but you can stock up on the old formula on the Oops line. And that's huge because I find, and, a lot, and most people who I talk to, especially women, they find a product they love, they find the formula they love, and then it's discontinued. Nowhere to be found again. I will never forget. L'Oreal had this one lip liner. I think it was called Toffee or something like that. <gasps> I know that one. You know which one I'm talking about. Okay, it's like that perfect brown pink color, right? Yes. So not orangey, the perfect brown pink. And I remember they discontinued it. And I swear to you, if I didn't run to five different CVSs <laughs> to get every single one I could, right? I think it lasted me like three years. It was the craziest thing. I was just, I get it, but I get it. And that's why we want everybody to have that opportunity. And you know what? We're not perfect. We may launch a line and people could like the other stuff better. So that way it gives everybody an opportunity to really be a part of it also. Yeah. And um, to also not have waste. Do you know how much um, cosmetic companies throw stuff away because of either expiration or, um, just the labels are bad, you know, so we're going to throw all this away. I think that's ridiculous. I yeah, think I can only imagine. Yeah. So that's where it was came from. Well, I love it. It's genius. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take that. It didn't feel like that at the moment. I'll tell you that. So. That's why hindsight's 2020 because you can look what? back and reflect on those moments and think like, oh, I, oh my God, I was losing my shit completely. But you know what? This is, this actually turned out amazing. It's good. It's good. So I love the frankincense peach and I know a lot of my sister, my sister loves it. And, uh, I read some of the reviews, um, of people that's their favorite scent. That's their favorite deodorant. What's your favorite? So Frank um, came out, uh, so frankincense peach is actually a funny story because my 12 year adult, my 12 year old daughter was like, mom, I don't want lavender. I don't want bergamot. Uh, you know, can you make like a strawberry deodorant? <laughs> I was like, I'm not making a strawberry deodorant. She's like, yeah, I want something fruity though. And it was interesting because I was playing around with frankincense at that time. And we had just gotten this great apricot scent, this natural apricot oil. And I was like, oh, wow, these are kind of nice. And we put those together, put some lemon in there. And I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Have you tried the spray, by the way? Not yet. This, but the oh. smell is like magic. I just. Hey, frankincense peach yeah. spray. Like you could spray it in your shoes. You could spray it on your husband. You could spray it on, you know, your body. It's, it's great after the shower. Just spray it all up. It's so awesome. You just, you walk around and smell like a balloon half the day. Um, <laughs> So it's just, it's awesome. I love the way it smells. And we released it for her, for my daughter. Mm -hmm. And um, we have gotten the best feedback on Frank Peach. I love it. I love hearing the feedback because people are not expecting that scent to be in a deodorant. Um, it's just fresh and beautiful and fun, you know. Um, and it gives a really nice alternative to the really strong lavender side. Because lavender, I think, is a little on the stronger side. I'm a bergamot. Uh, mint girl. I love my bird um, because of the sandalwood in there and stuff like that. It's very unisex and I've always liked unisex uh, scents. So um, I'm a bird. Yeah. But we got a new one coming out that could take all of that over. Um, we have, I've been working with our lab for a real coconut uh, vanilla scent, a real one. Uh, that's a dream. 
it's we have been having issues because it's so natural that it literally crystallizes and turns into sugar um or it's you know or it turns everything brown because vanilla turns everything brown right <laughs> we got to the point where we got it just right as far as formulation goes and we put it in our roll-on recently and um if i had a dollar for every time somebody emailed me when can you make this in a stick so uh cocoa van should be coming out in the next uh two months in a stick and, oh my god oh that's it perfect reminds, it's perfect well, we're going to, I'm going to post all the links or especially the link to your website so that all of our listeners can see what we're talking about and also watch, watch your story as well. Um, and I will keep my eye out for that. So final question for you, Ira, where do you expect to see freedom heading in the near future? You know what? I would, I would love to get to a point where we sell. Um, I know everybody's like, oh, don't sell out. But no, no, no. I want to sell to a large, um, there's one I have in mind, a cosmetic company, uh, because I think it's time that they start looking at natural, and I would love to be the natural arm for that cosmetic company. And having the firepower of a big company, you know, that has influencers and platforms to speak to women about being natural and just going, you know, reminding them that if they go natural, it does not mean that they have to be stinky or that it's not effective or it does or it smells like a tree. You know, I want women to know that going natural is normal. They can feel normal, if not better, you know, knowing that they're not putting stuff on their bodies. Um, I want something that is, that's going to give us a, a louder platform. And I see that happening in the next few years because I want to change the paradigm on how it works. You know, I, want the, I want people to look at stuff from freedom, know that it's safe, you know, and know that it's good. So that's where I see freedom being. And we're going international this year. Amazing. Yeah. And we just got voted number one natural deodorant for Mexican Caribbean spas. Oh, so beautiful. It's been, it's like, you know what? Let's change the conversation. But yet, I got to tell you, I still go into spas and they're like, we don't want a natural deodorant. Or there's already so much on the market. I'm like, yeah, but not one that works. So. Absolutely. And <laughs> I went on a quest to find one that works and none of them worked aside from freedom deodorant. So it's unbelievable. It's a, you look at our, you know, even our Amazon reviews, we have some of the better reviews. Now granted, you're going to get some negative reviews. It's not for everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, but compared to our competitors, we are one of the, the top reviewed, um, deodorants on there. We've got almost a thousand, uh, follower, a uh, thousand reviews on there. So well, yeah, it works. Absolutely. And I mean, with my sister and I won't, I won't talk about her sweating so much. <laughs> I guess. She, probably sitting there going, oh my God. She's probably like, oh my gosh. Um, no, but there's like, literally she told me, she said, I, nothing worked besides using a clinical deodorant. We know how much crap can be in the clinical deodorants. And she said, Jen, you have to try this freedom deodorant. I promise you that you're going to love it. So I tried it. And then I also ordered another one for her because it was before the holidays and I put it in her little stocking and she was like, Oh my gosh, the freaking sense. <laughs> We're going to have to send you some of that spray. I'm telling you that spray is ridiculous. I always sit like when I go work out, when I have time to work out, um, <laughs> like when I actually get to the gym, um, if I don't have a chance to take a shower afterwards, I spray down and it's awesome. Oh, I'm excited to try that. We're going to send you some. Perfect. Thank you. Listen, 
Ira, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was amazing. And thank you so much for sharing your product with the world because it is, like you said, and like I said, it's something that works and it makes you, you don't have to sacrifice. It makes you feel good. And when I buy this deodorant, I know that I'm not getting the chemicals, I'm not going stinky, and I'm not going sweaty. So it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it works for the best of everything for me in my life. I just don't have to worry about it. And I don't use a ton of it. No, it actually lasts. Yeah. Yeah. So thank awesome. you so much. You're welcome. Keep spreading the word, getting the women out there, getting us to have a little power and, uh, you know, influencing entrepreneurs and people to go healthy. I love it. I love this conversation. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. The best way to spread the word about the amazing benefits of healthy living through plant-based food, fitness, and wellness is to share it with your friends and family. You can do this in person or through the various social media platforms out there. I'm so thankful for each and every like, share, and comment. And if you're looking for more food, fitness, and wellness inspos, please visit the JenniferZ.com website. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Jennifer Z community. And until next time, stay happy, healthy, and plant-based.